Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hi there, it's Laura Wasser. And if anyone knows how much divorce sucks, it's me. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces. Creating peace in families is how I lost my voice. From the top of the food chain all the way down to my very first case, which was my own divorce when I was 25. I wrote the book on divorce, or I wrote a book on divorce. It's called It Doesn't Have to Be That Way, How to Divorce Without Destroying Your Family or Bankrupting Yourself. That book became a bestseller because it presented another option for ending a marriage, one that doesn't necessarily include lawyers and one that leaves more money in both parties' bank accounts and less animosity in their hearts. We created It's Over Easy, the one-stop breakup divorce resource online with the same principles in mind. So welcome to the Divorce Sucks podcast, where we talk about breaking up, getting divorced, and moving on. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Buongiorno. Welcome to the Sunny Side Up Report on the Divorce Sucks podcast. This is where my producer and friend, Johnny Rains, and I tell you what is going on in our world, the world of blissful, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> marital discord. Oh, well, then moving on to the next chapters. Yes. Um, <laughs> one very important thing to tell you is that uh, this week, Wednesday, October 24th, we are having an event at the brick and mortar uh, store, The Real Real, Fabulous. which is on Melrose. Very excited. Um, I'm going to be discussing the major return on investment pieces hiding in your home. I am going to be doing this with our guests that uh, are on this week's show, The Real Real's Chief Authenticator, Graham Weitzbarger, and Director of Trust and Estates, Karen Dilley, plus expert organizer, Beth Penn of Benito Bar. So it's going to be awesome if you'd like to come by. Um, we'd love to see you. That store is just so amazingly cool. And I think we also have like some kind of a code that people can use. Yes. You guys are listening. The code is real easy and it will get you up to 20% off on your um, on select items. That's up to 20% off on select items. The code is real easy. And so if you're not here in uh, Southern California with us and you want to go online and purchase from the real real, just let them know you were listening to the Divorce Sucks podcast and enter that code. You get some... Some good good deals, as usual. And as, as Graham says, the what is it? The more you know, the less you foe. The more you know, the less you foe. Speaking foe. of foe and putting things up for consignment, in the news today, Marie Antoinette's prized jewels stayed in the family for 200 years, and now they're up for auction. Too bad she couldn't put them up for consignment at the real realm. <laughs> the family jewels. <laughs> what else, Johnny? You know how I love to talk about reality television. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so uh, we've been following Kendra Wilkinson's uh, split from her ex-husband, Hank Basket. She just signed her last divorce papers on Friday. Um, and as you may recall from a week or so ago, she was the one who said, hashtag divorce sucks. I need a man, please, to help me clean out my garage. Oh, okay. Well, mazel tov, as they say in my tribe, Kendra. Also wanted to talk about an article that our friends from Fatherly put out this week regarding um, what we call divorce clusters. Divorce is contagious, and that might be a good thing. Um, so, interesting article, and the um, head of the Beverly Hills Bar Association, who is a friend of mine and also graduated from Loyola Law School with me, Craig Peterson. Hey, Craig. 
said, if divorce has had the effect of moving friends forward in their lives, then they are particularly likely to view divorce not as an unfortunate end, but as a solution. So basically they're saying that if you are surrounded by divorced people, you're gonna, you're likely to get divorced? Evidently. I mean, again, I have seen that in clusters of friends in my private practice over the years. Right. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I do know that one of the things we do at It's Over Easy is kind of try to promote a sense of community so that people don't feel alone when they're going through divorce. So we give them providers and stuff that can help them. But maybe you just go to book club and make sure all of your friends are getting divorced, too. I don't know. (laughs) This stat here is kind of interesting. Divorced siblings render people 22% more prone to split. Interesting. So it's friends or siblings. Got it. In entertainment news, the star of the new movie Girl in the Spiderweb, Claire Foy, she reveals that she had a breakdown at age 23, and she opened up with InStyle about co-parenting after divorce. And Claire Foy, for those of you who don't know or aren't familiar with The Girl in the Spiderweb, also played uh, the queen in the Netflix series that was so awesome. Her Royal Highness. And she also, I believe, is in First Man. But um, I didn't even know that she had been married or divorced. They live in the U.K., and she talks about um, how she and her ex co-parent her daughter and how they definitely are able to get along. They live nearby. All the kind of things we talk about here on Divorce Sucks and at It's Over Easy in terms of the way to um, peacefully, respectfully, amicably, and perhaps most importantly, cost-effectively navigate your split with particularly if you have a co-parent. Absolutely. I think she must have been reading our blog. Yeah, that must have been it. (laughs) Johnny, you seem a little distracted this morning. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get a very good night's sleep. I have something that might help you. Oh, yeah? Are you finding yourself distracted? Are you forgetting things? Are you making mistakes at work, Johnny? Hmm. A quality night's (laughs) sleep makes all the difference, and the right mattress is the difference between (gasps) resting and just laying down. The Lisa mattress is the product of more than 30 years of experience in mattress engineering and hundreds of hours of testing. Wouldn't that be a good job to be a mattress tester? (laughs) Comprised of three foam layers that provide cooling pressure relief, Mm. body contouring, as Johnny, you're falling asleep right now, (laughs) and support. Over 300,000 happy Lisa sleepers agree the Lisa mattress gives them the rest they need. Soon to be 300,001. Yeah, so Johnny, order your Lisa mattress online at lisa.com slash Laura, L-A-U-R-A, with promo code Laura, and try it risk-free for 100 nights. It ships direct to your door in a convenient box with free shipping and free returns. Find the right mattress for you at Lisa.com slash Laura and get the rest you need tonight. Get up to $160 off the Lisa mattress or $235 off the Luxury Sapira mattress Mm -hmm. and free shipping on the Lisa mattress at Lisa.com slash Laura. Enter promo code Laura at checkout. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash Laura. Promo code Laura. Johnny, you can even take a break right now from the Sunny Side Up report. Order that damn mattress, would you please? I'm getting on the computer now. Okay. I'm All right. thinking about my good night's sleep. So hope to see you at The Real Real and uh, talk to you next week. Today's episode of Divorce Sucks is about luxury rising from the ashes of a blown-up relationship and the Index, which is the place to go online inside the It's Over Easy universe to find professionals and services from where to consign your custom-made designer bowling ball to the best financial planners or co-parenting therapists in your city. I'm Laura Wasser, and for those of you who follow me, you know I'm right at home in the lap of luxury. 
As an attorney for high net worth individuals, the settlements I negotiate and the clients I represent often make the news. But what I found is that dissolution, and particularly custody matters, are the great equalizers. Having done this for a while, I realize that everybody, rich or poor, has the same issues. Loss, fear, insecurity about what the future holds. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how much power you have, you're always afraid of what's going to happen to you if you're going through a divorce. Speaking of money and power, I want to tell you more about the index. The Index is our curated directory of service providers, including CPAs, personal trainers, child therapists, and we've meticulously selected each of them. The Index is available to everyone who visits It's Over Easy, and this month, the Index comes to life at The Real Real in West Hollywood. The Real Real is the leader in authenticated luxury consignment. With an expert behind every item, they ensure everything they sell is 100% real. Joining us in the studio today from The Real Real are two of those experts, Chief Authenticator Graham Wetzbarger and Director of Trust and Estates Karen Dilley. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Karen Dilley. I'm the Director of Trust and Estates for The Real Real. I advise professional fiduciaries, lawyers, and wealth managers on the sale of large estates, trust, and single owner collections. I started my career at Sotheby's in the Valuation and State Management Department. I oversaw the appraisal of art and home decor for high net worth collections. Collections. At Sotheby's, and then I started to oversee large trust estates and single owner collections. I am a graduate of the University of Florida, and I received my master's in business administration from Yale School of Management. And I am very happy to be here. I'm Graham Wetzbarger. I'm the chief authenticator at The Real Real. I've been working in luxury goods appraisals and authentication for over the past decade. And my love of luxury has come from my background in fashion design and art history. And those have helped me create this catalog of what's faux and what's real. I'm a constant student and learner and continue education through London College of Fashion, NYU, Christie's Education, GIA, always trying to learn more and stay ahead of the counterfeiters. Even classes in fashion law and intellectual property rights through Fordham University and other places. That's me. I I also have to give one total shout out to Graham because I'm going to for sure get this either on the tote bag or put it on a t-shirt. The more you know. The less you foe. I love that. We can get you a tote bag for sure. Yeah. (laughs) We're on it. (laughs) Okay, cool. I will carry that tote bag. I'll give Grim one other shout out too. Um, He started a game called Real or Foe and we play it. And so when we talk about that in authentication, it's not just like Graham and his team authenticating. They teach it to everybody. So every Friday in all the offices, they have a game and we have to try to guess which ones are real and which ones are fake. And do you take a shot if you guess wrong? <laughs> I mean, I wish. This sounds like a great game yes. with a bottle of tequila. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we do is we actually get site credit to buy something if we get it right. Nice. Um, yeah, and Graham sends out a whole educational thing so that we can learn. So I feel like as someone who doesn't have the illustrious background as Graham in fashion, I've learned a ton being there just from being around these experts who are so willing to share. That's amazing. That's well, really I think cool. we'll play it at the party. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we set ought some to items up and Yeah, I'm going to bring some real and all right. fun. It'll all be in your closet. Exactly. <laughs> cool. We'll make it hard. I feel yes. like this will be a good group, so we got to make it a hard Educated one. Group. Yes. Yeah. I am just fascinated by this. Like everything that we are talking about before we started, which I want to incorporate into this discussion. How do you, both of you, see the real real as a useful tool for people that are going through the transitions like divorce? downsizing. I know that you deal with a lot of estate stuff. Mm -hmm. So people that are having a difficult time, whether they're live people that have gone through a difficult Mm -hmm. time and starting new or the, the people that are left behind after somebody passes away, 
tell us a little bit how the real real helps people, in your opinion. I'll let you go first. <laughs> this is very like very much related to what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, I think the main thing that when I think about the real real and our services is that we're extremely helpful. Um, you know, we get to come in, we can explain to you everything that we do, how we do it, how we process things. We can go through your closet piece by piece. Um, and that's often what we have to do with estates. You know, there are people who are kind of distraught, like, how did I, I don't know what to do with all this. You know, it was my mom's, it was my grandmother's. Um, and similarly, we, we work a lot with divorces or people moving and they're like, there's so much stuff. Um, and the real world's great because we hold your hand essentially, you know, yes. and walk you through. And we have these amazing experts like Graham and the whole team who are educational as well. So you don't, you feel like you're an empowered consigner. Yeah. It's, it could be very high touch points or not at all. Yeah. But for someone new and someone who, who needs that support, like we're there with you every step of the way. You have someone's cell phone number. You can text back and forth, send yeah. pictures. Um, literally people are in their closets or meeting at, at Starbucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do all the work for you just to make it really easy. And right. then you just get a, a nice deposit in your bank account once a month. And and what do you tell people? We were speaking earlier, Graham, about, you know, somebody like me, for example. Because mm-hmm. in expectation of this event that we're having on, on October 24th at your brick-and-mortar shop in West Hollywood, I started going through my closet. I was like, come on, get with the program, Wasser. we got to do some of this. So I started pulling some stuff out. And I have... So much stuff. And some of it is really sentimental. And then some of it is like, oh, this is the perfect black pump for this. Or this is the perfect black pump for this. My problem is I keep accumulating. I'm not getting rid of anything. So I'm going to start that. But give us – if you come into somebody's closet or you come into somebody's home and and they've got, for example, four pairs of black pumps. Sure. I mean, you ask the question like – when did you last wear this? Right. You know, so there's a couple of tricks. People are like, oh, no, I want to keep it all. I'm like, all right. So here's your, what are you going to do. You're going to put your hangers this way. And every time you wear something, you're going to turn it the other way. And then in, in 90 days or two months, you'll see how much of your closet you actually wear. If you look, I mean, for myself, I know I probably wear attempts of my closet. <laughs> really? That like, makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, new trends come and we, we change and adapt our styles regularly that's I don't have the physical room for all of this stuff. So um, I love purging because then I feel it's really guilt-free to right. come and get new stuff. Right. You know, I, I saw one of my bags sold on the website the other day, so I walked into Louis Vuitton and traded in <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> traded up is what you did, yeah. I, well, you know, it's always newer, better, faster, stronger, whatever. <laughs> and so what advice would you give to a divorcee, Graham, who was going through her, his or her closet and saying, like, I just don't know? Sure. So uh, there's a few reasons to sell something because you don't like it or because of the equity it has, right? Okay. So you look at that and let people like, oh, but I really love this bag, even though I haven't carried it in five years. I'm like, okay, do you want to keep the bag as that trophy or do you want $1,000 to go get something else? Ah. And often they're like, oh, yeah, I'll take the money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> money so, speaks loud. And I think one of the things we've talked about is the fact that the folks at The Real Real, they establish some trust. They establish a trust with a client. They come in. And if the person says, well, I really love it, but I just, I don't know, $1,000 in exchange for my memories or whatever, and you saying to them, we totally get that, 
no problem. We'll take the rest of the stuff. Sometimes spurs a year from them, them calling and going, you remember that bag? I still haven't carried it. What's it worth now? You go, well, now it's worth 1250 They're like, sold. Yeah. So, like, totally. you know. It's not even a year later sometimes. It's like three weeks later. Because of the trust that's yes. been established. Mm-hmm. So around the country, we have valuation offices where people can bring in their items. It started with jewelry and watches, mm-hmm. but now it's expanded more to handbags and things like that. And they can come in and talk with an expert um, at the location and get um, a free valuation report. And so people will take that report home and kind of think about it. Right. They might um, use it for maybe insurance or split equity, <laughs> um, things like that. But they, they get that, a real sense of fair market value. And um, then they can make the decision at their pace. And right. we see like probably majority of things that walk out the door with the consigner that day come back. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I mean, if they, maybe they want to shop it around. Maybe right. they, they have to talk to their partner or their lawyer or whoever, yeah. you know, their best friend right. about whether they should get rid of it or not. Put a poll on Instagram. Um, but yeah, yeah, we now have people who come into the store with just trash bags of stuff. They're like, I cleaned out my closet. I'm ready to go. And then so what do you do with those guys? Yeah, we walk them through. We literally take out each piece and we're like, you want you ready to go? Okay, this is what it is. And we take that. And um, someone's available just mm-hmm. at the store to do that? Always. Yeah. And then if you're not near an actual store... We, yeah. we call you guys and somebody comes to the house and just sure. goes so through the closet? We have, we have about 150 people in different cities across the country who can come to your house and work with you cleaning out your closet mm-hmm. um, or your jewelry box or your safety deposit box or the art on your wall yeah, or your furniture, furniture. or everything. Um, and, or some people, they just want to print off a prepaid shipping label and just send it in. Right. Um, and in that case, then they can work with someone over the phone and send pictures and get quotes if they have any questions like that. So... Um, as high touch or as little touch as you want. Yeah. Now, for the consumers that are listening, in the actual store when we come in, so all of that stuff now is in the store. It's also online, so yeah. you guys can look online on the real reel and pick out stuff that you that you like. But in the actual store, what you were saying to me is like, oh, no, just be ready. So every time I go into the store, I'm like, oh, I definitely need a $2,000 pink purse. <laughs> like, I definitely need it. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Like, no, no, walk away. But do you find that people go, but this retail would have been, you yeah. know, 5000 so it's a deal. I yeah. mean, they're almost giving it to me. Yeah, and we have stylists <laughs> in the store now now. So what they'll do is say like, oh, if you get the pink purse, look at this great jacket that oh, goes with the pink purse. That's so mean. And they're, you know, <laughs> you would think it's mean, but it's actually kind of lovely. They're like, this color looks good on you. You put it on and it does. Um, they, they're the people they're really that good. have the eye. Exactly. Um, and all, some of us have like a slight eye is what I'll say for right. myself. Um, but those people, they just know what looks good. So you go in, you feel better when you walk out because you got a discount off of what retail was, but you also felt like like you built a relationship with someone who was giving you great advice. Right. And so, folks that are like thinking about getting out there and starting to date again or representing yeah. yourself and feeling good, this is a really, I won't say low cost, but lower cost yes. way of being able to get back out there again. It's just smart. Yeah. Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. So if you're going through the stress, anxiety, depression of a divorce or a breakup and you need some extra vitamins, this is the service for you. You can take their online quiz or survey, which will tell you exactly what you probably need in terms of a supplement. Your vitamins get delivered right to your door and personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs, perfect for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. 
here's what I like. A portion of every sale goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant moms in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. Vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs. And Care of offers pre- and postnatal supplements with accompanying research to help moms and babies alike stay their healthiest. Care of's delicious nutrient-packed quick stick powders can be added to your monthly delivery for an extra easy boost wherever you need it. Track your progress with the Care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins. Your monthly subscription box can be modified easily at any time. Also, for 25% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins, visit careof.com and enter divorce, and you will absolutely get 25% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins. Visit takecareof.com and enter divorce for 25% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Sometimes in your life, you need to hit the reset button. And Life Reboot on Podcast One's got you covered. It's time for you to live your best life. And hosts Leah Messer, Lindsay Riley, and Brian Scott are here to give you the tools you need to empower yourself and live life to the fullest. And when you're in a place of self-worth, that's when you don't feel that need to kind of put people down and to judge other people for where they're at. It's kind of just like, this isn't right for my life. Check out Life Reboot every Wednesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Real Rail was founded in 2011 by seasoned tech CEO Julie Wainwright. They sell pre-owned luxury goods including watches, women's and men's fashion, fine jewelry, homeware, art, and kids' fashion. They're a member-based with 9 million members and shoppers. They have sold and shipped over 8 million luxury items to date. Currently, The Real Real has two brick and mortars, New York City and in Los Angeles, where we'll be having our event on October 24th. There's nine luxury consignment offices in San Francisco, two in New York City, two in Los Angeles, one in Chicago, one in D.C., Dallas, and Miami. Their flagship location is at 80 Wooster Street in New York City, and the Los Angeles location is at 8500 Melrose. They have white glove service in 60 cities and 140 luxury managers, and they have international shipping to 61 countries. And Divorce Sucks Today is about luxury and rebuilding your life after a breakup. And helping us understand the connection between the two, we're speaking with The Real Real's chief authenticator, Graham Weitzbarger, and director of trusts and estates, Karen Dilley. Graham, tell me what the most difficult items you have to authenticate and why they are so difficult. The most difficult thing to authenticate is the piece you've never seen before. Okay. Right? The I unicorn. The unicorn, yeah. Or, or the complete, like, <laughs> fake piece of crap. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Frankenstein, maybe. Right, right. right? Um, I would say, like, the more you know, the less you foe. In fact, we put it on a tote bag. But I like it. I like, <laughs> really, it. like The more you've seen something, the better you know it, and therefore the better you can dis- uh, differentiate between a counterfeit. Right. So it's always that thing, that, that new style that just came out or that brand that's just emerging, really learning about that. So it's about going into Barney's and Neiman's or the boutiques. I spent a good half day on Rodeo doing market research, in air quotes, uh, yesterday. Right. But really, like, looking inside of bags, looking at the zippers, looking at the hardware, the the, the 
the, the brand stamping, um, the packaging even, so that we can get really familiar and up to speed with this new product very quickly. Um, and then, you know, documenting that and sharing that information with all our experts. Now, this has to have happened to you before. Somebody comes in, probably somebody that's got like this really important piece. Let's say it's a bag because I know that's definitely your, 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 your main thing and they've got their Birkin and she comes in and she's just gotten divorced and she's looking to see how much she could get for it and whatever and you look at this Birkin and you realize it's a fake A. How do you know? But B. More importantly, how do you break the news? Yeah, so that's the worst part of my job <laughs> But um, because majority of the time they just don't know Right. I call it like friendly fraud Right. Like they, they might have gotten it as, as a gift they might have bought it off eBay or from someone else um, and for a while, when Birkins were so hot, um, there were some pretty shady personal shoppers and stylists out there oh, who were acquiring snap. them really? for their for their clientele, and especially even celebrity and very high net worth individuals saying, "Oh, I have people at Hermes, I can get you one," right. and then selling them a counterfeit for full retail price. So, um, so you just have to be honest, though, and that's about this whole trust and building of relationships. We tell them it's fake, show them why it's fake, and then help them with any recourses. If they did buy it off eBay, you know, PayPal is great about helping you get your money back. You know, we, we want to help you um, help yourself, right? Um, and, and if there's anything that we can do to, to fix that problem you're in, we're more than happy to go there with you. We have that problem with estates, too. Right. And unfortunately, the person who purchased them, we can't get any information right. from. Um, and what we also do, which I think is helpful, is show them the value in the other things, you know? Like, oh, we can actually go through your closet. It's not just your handbags that have value. Your clothing does, too. Your shoes do, too. Which in estates, people don't even think that shoes would have value. And we can go through and sell those as well. And you were saying earlier, even sometimes the costume jewelry, yeah. just some of the vintage, really amazing pieces can mm -hmm. be worth quite a bit, even if the stones aren't actual real stones. Yeah, exactly. H has it ever happened that someone's come in with like an engagement ring to sell and then you've had to tell them that it wasn't real or one of your colleagues had to tell them like, here's the thing, maybe the reason this marriage didn't work out is he gave you a fake ring. Yeah, so... <laughs> Look at Grant, the, the, he looks so earnest about this. <laughs> Synth synthetic diamonds um, keep getting nicer and nicer, let's mm -hmm. put it that way. Um, and uh, I mean, De Beers is getting into lab-made diamonds, which they said they never would. Oh. Um, but, you know, you have different types of stimulants from, from CZ to Diamante to mm -hmm. things like that. And, yeah, sometimes it's too good to be true. How did he afford the four-carat flawless diamond on his meager salary? <laughs> right. <laughs> or, you know, sometimes... Even the woman doesn't care. She she wants something big and flashy, um, and then, she, you know, she doesn't know how much of an expert we actually are. Do people come in and try to trick you guys? I mean, forget breaking the news. How about if someone's really trying to scam you, and you're like, I don't, I don't think so with that Birkin bag. Yeah. It's I, happened. Yeah. It's not. I mean, because we promote authenticity so much and our expert teams, that's a pretty big deterrent. Right. Now, people don't really try it. But back when we were younger and smaller, yeah, people kind of, you know, like to... We Shake like to assume that everyone, their aunt, gave it to them. Right. Yeah. You know? right. Positive like, intent. <laughs> yeah. In finger quotes, aunt gave it to them. You know, they're not trying to scam us. What's, Graham, what's the most, like, easy to see type of a thing on a bag? Like, is it the lack of the, you know, H on the inside? Like, just give us a quick one so that we can all check our shit right now. Sure. Um, I think <laughs> it really comes down to quality of material. Uh -huh. They can counterfeit a shape. They can counterfeit a color, a design. But... They have to make it cheap. 
Right. So that you're not going to use the same material. So if you know how, like, your Bottega clutch, like, that Napa lambskin feels. Right. That's it right there. I mean, See, on Mom, the it's real. Yeah. I was telling Graham before that when Bottega came, reissued the Lauren bag, which was the bag from American Gigolo in Gigolo Red a couple years ago, I bought one for my mom, Bunny, and one for me. And that was the first thing I did when I came in this morning is hand mine to Graham. And I, <laughs> even though I know I bought it from my friend Andrew at Bottega. You never know. But we're good. We're good, Mom. Yep. It has a sterling silver placard <laughs> and everything inside. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's see. Karen. Yes. How do you approach a large estate? And have you ever dealt with sorting through like a hoarder's type situation, which is what I'm afraid I'll die with. <laughs> my sons will call you. <laughs> I wouldn't call any of my clients ever hoarders. Um, there have been some who have more things than others. Okay. Um, and you know, what's nice about us is, as we were talking about earlier, we get called in at all different points. Right. Sometimes people call us in and they're like, we have these great handbags, we have these clothes, come take everything you can take and great day, you know, and that's it. Sometimes they come in and and they're like, we have over a thousand pieces of clothing and we have no idea what our mom bought. We, we see some labels we think might work for you guys. And so then we go piece by piece with them. Um, and it's actually great because we can call in people like Graham and our other experts to do that as well and really give a lot of reasoning and understanding behind it um, and go through the items. So we... We take the approach of kind of meet the client where they're at. Um, if they're so overwhelmed, they don't know what to do, I'm a lot more hands-on, and I'm walking them through everything. If they're on it and know exactly what they want, then I'm, I back off and, and just kind of do what we need to do. You guys both sound a lot in certain ways like what I do, which is also part therapist. I yes. mean, you really yep. have to hear these people's stories and know your audience, know how to approach them, know mm -hmm. how to help them through whatever this period is of letting go of certain items for a price and perhaps purchasing new items. Um, would you say that that took a while to kind of come up with in, in your in your profession? Because that certainly would differentiate you from others that do what you do, I would imagine. Um, I, I think right now, especially with the emergence of like millennial shopping power, buying power, it's really become more so much more about discovery and so little about the transaction. And that's something that I think when you have experts and you have really knowledgeable people and you're there working with and partnering with, instead of just selling to your client. And I imagine the same for you. It, you're not there to like do a transaction. You're there to like help them and you know, it's a journey like you were saying. Um, so I think that has, has been a shift in the past five years or you know, maybe even a decade. Um, and that's, I think, why we're successful. It's yeah. about just exploration, learning, discovery, and then, yeah, yeah, just swipe the card on the iPad at the end and walk out. But <laughs> Well, I think there's an aspect, too, and I think Graham and I both love hearing people's stories, right. you know, and talking with people and getting to know them. Like, every time I send Graham to a client to be an expert, he comes back and he, like, knows their entire life story, um, which is amazing, right. you know, and that's the kind of relationship that you want to have with an organization that you're trusting to sell some of your most beloved possessions. Um, and so... I think I come from a background of really, I want to care about people. I want to know their story. And it's that that kind of connection. Because like you said, it can be a really difficult time for people. Yeah. I mean, we work with divorces. Um, we work Even when people move, if it's, if it's a sad reason that they're moving, they're leaving their family that they, you know, lived by, all kinds of things. And you just, you have to be an ear to listen to them. Right. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed, no sign up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies. What are you waiting for? 
Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today. What's trending right now? Such a vast question. Sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, So right off the top of my head, I want to talk about watches. Okay. Um, What's trending? Like, women, especially at the retail store, it's amazing. They're walking right past, like, the women's watch and jewelry counter and going straight to the men's watches. Yeah, 38 millimeter Rolex. Yes, totally. Like, everyone wants, like, I don't want to call it the boyfriend watch because that's giving them too much power. But everyone wants just a large-faced watch. Right. It's really cool. Um, Walking around Los Angeles, I see see more Royal Oaks from Audemars Piguet. It's, like, a hexagonal face. Okay. um, Than ever before. So, like, goodbye, Submariner. Like, Go back to the financial district. The Royal Oak <laughs> is like really popping right now and watches. And yes, rose gold and yellow gold are hot. Got it. And how about in bags? I, we we talked right. about so, your saddle. Sure, you're okay. right. We're having this, this like retro throwback. So like 1970s inspired Gucci, either inspired or actually vintage. Um, uh, you know anything from the 90s. So fanny packs, crossbodies, the saddle bag. These kind of like. I knew it would be back, guys. Yeah, like I mean, for us non-millennials, we remember it, and it's a little cheeky and fun, right? Um, and it has good memories, I think, of you know the good old '90s with the Clinton era and all of that. And so we're, we're happy to put it on um, again. And um, but for the young kids, you know, they're discovering they're discovering neon for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, neon is so huge right now. Um, uh, and we're seeing big bags come back. Big bags. Are shoulder pads going to come back? Are they really going to come back? Balmont still showed them last week. <sighs> <laughs> it's a disappointment, Si. <laughs> I didn't like the shoulder pads the I first time. I was talking time. to someone at Liberty in London, and they said they hadn't stocked shoulder pads in about 15, 20 years. Maybe 15 years. And she said... Over the past two years, people have come in asking for them. Wow. So they finally got a restock. They made their first order in right. a long time. They sold out instantly. Unbelievable. Yeah. Which means I don't have to keep pulling the pads out of my bras and using them. <laughs> you, you can get them in stock now. <laughs> Do you guys know which state consigns the most amount of merchandise and what state buys the most? Is sure. it the same? Is it? Um, it's California and New York mm-hmm. are major, which is why we have stores there. Um, but... Uh, Texas is huge. Illinois is huge. Florida, Florida is, is huge. huge. Um, Interestingly, these are the same states, starting with California and New York, and then moving to those that we've gone into with It's Over Easy because those are the same states that people break up the most. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, but like we have people in smaller markets pulling out amazing things from Portland to Minneapolis to Detroit to, I mean, there's fashion lovers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, right, you had to go to fashion. Right. But thanks to, like, Net-A-Porter and the thing, and the real, real, um, fashion <laughs> can, can go anywhere. It's 62 countries. Right. So we have people buying things all over the world, um, and all, but all the product is coming from the U.S. There's over right. 8 million items we have sold from, the, from people's closets in the U.S., and there's so much more out there. Oh, my God. Have you been in a situation where a couple or in, in your in your – experience uh, siblings or something are in disagreement about whether or not to consign something and if so how do you kind of diplomatically deal with that yeah we always have conversations like that i mean there are many situations um sometimes it's a couple where 
you know, one person wants to keep it, especially in divorce, you right. know, it's maybe jointly owned. Um, they want to keep it for the kids, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. So we have a conversation about like, well, what can you sell and can you buy the other person out? Right. You know, like, can you, are there some other bags that you haven't worn in three months, you know, haven't used? Let's sell those and then you can buy out for the things you want to keep, which ends up being really great. Right. A lot of estates do that as well. You know, one sibling's like, I'm going to buy out th- these things. I want them um, and they keep them. So... Other times they sell in order to buy that. Right. Generally in divorces, things like bags and jewelry and clothing and watches are personal property. So mm-hmm. usually whoever is the owner of the Birkin gets to keep the Birkin, whether it was a gift or he or she purchased it um, during the marriage. However, we are seeing more and more people are buying investment pieces and they're buying them as an investment more with jewelry and watches than I would say clothing and bags, but definitely investment pieces, which then they're arguing about in the end. And what we will often do is say, how about if we agree that you keep it, you don't sell it, nobody buys anybody out, but you keep it. And we, the agreement would be in the judgment that we're leaving it for our son or our daughter or whoever else. And that, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Those would be the sales that you guys didn't get. Yeah. But again, we do see this often and we see, you know, I've seen people say, well, what do you expect me to do with my Birkin collection? And he'll say, I expect you to sell it. You can live off of that. I'm not going to pay you support. You've got 27 Birkins in your closet. Have you guys seen an uptick in people consigning their wedding rings, china, silver, wedding dresses? I know we talked a little about some of the wedding dresses. Sure. So um, engagement rings are huge business. Mm-hmm. Um, one sold out of our store in New York the other day for $29,000. Beautiful three-carat stone. Um, it is the highest transacting category on mobile app. Oh my god! And we you were like, buy Why? your ring yeah. on the subway. First, like, maybe they're like at, at a bar, like trying to commit. Like his buddies are like rallying around him. He's like, all right, I'll buy it. But really, I think they're going into jewelry stores and saying, oh, yes. let me see a 1.2 carat VS1 um, E color, and then holding it up, looking at a person, and then comparing the price, and then hitting buy on the app. Wow. The transparency for jewelry on our app is unparalleled in the jewelry industry across the world. Um, you know, jewelry is so opaque. You go to a guy and he's like, you're getting a good deal. Yeah. Um, and you don't know if you are. Right. And that's really frustrating, selling and buying on both sides. So with us, it's so transparent. You can look up and see, similarly on the app, what have other three-carat diamonds sold for and what clarity. And you're like, oh, seven other people have bought a similar one for the same price. I, I know I'm getting what I should be. I'm not even buying what I should. Um, and we do see people bringing in their wedding china a few years later. Like, there was a whole romantic moment, right? Like, right. planning the wedding. And so, oh, yeah. And then, no, they don't use that the gilded edge right. you know, fine going china. To barrel. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. Like, no one wants to, like, hand wash their sterling um, or polish it. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we ship um, internationally, too. Right. So different countries have different trends as well. So I've noticed there's, we, we ship sometimes things that don't normally sell well in America. Abroad, they sell well there. Like all those little lalik and waterford right. china. Right? You might get Ooh, us a I wedding gift. Yeah. yeah. There are collectors <laughs> I out there. I not think anybody would ever buy those. Oh, yeah. We okay. get a lot of those in estates. Um, Yandro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Herons and things yeah. like that. So I have a question. And again, we're what's trending in our industry right now is that we're seeing a bunch of articles in the last week about millennials lowering the divorce rate because they're not getting married as early or as often. Do you think, and I'm guessing that many of your customers would be millennials if they're buying rings, are, would anybody be skeeved out to get a used engagement ring? So here's the thing. The diamond's a billion years old already. Right. right. Oh, that's a good it point. It is used. I like that. Right. Yeah, it's and been you know used. What? Like, I, I know for a fact, because I've talked to clients, that they'll buy the ring. I mean, you're buying it for the diamond. Right. And then they'll have it reset. Right. 
But, you know, when you ask a girl or, a, I don't know, ask anyone, I guess, what kind of engagement ring you want, they, they talk about the stone. Right. They're not like, oh, I want it to have, like, this kind of filigree and I want it to have eight shanks but a prong right. setting and this and that. Like, they're not technical like that. They want okay, the stone. Okay, some do. Some do. <laughs> okay. So as long as you're I think not. the first thing they talk about is the stone. As sure. long as you're not giving an engagement ring that you already gave to somebody else yes. in your life. Yeah, then and you're it has probably your ex-wife's okay. initials That's on the bad. inside yeah. or something. Yeah, probably, probably not. Not the best juju in no. <laughs> um, what's the best time to consign? I mean, is it worth hanging on to items? Is it seasonal? Is it, I mean, again, if there's an uptick in something like we're talking about the Dior saddlebags earlier, absolutely. But is there, is it pre-holiday? How does it generally work for you guys? Seasonality is not a big deal. No. Um, I would say the best time to consign is as soon as you're ready to. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, like, um, the newer something is, the more in demand it is in general. Yes, some things might be like that unicorn bag that 10 years later it becomes hot again, but for every one that does, there's a hundred that don't. Yeah, a good example that we give people is like your iPhone 8 cover, like sell it now because there's a new iPhone coming out this right. month, you know? So like when whenever you're ready, sell because as close as it is to being produced, that's when it's going to have the most value. Got it. Yep. Is our sneakers the fasting, fastest growing area of consignment, would you say? Shoes in general. Yeah, I mean, sneakers are popping off like crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have the, the stats, right. but from my observations, it's it, it's wild. Um, everyone has a sneaker now. Uh, every designer is coming out with lines of sneakers. Um and, and that's what's really growing the men's businesses of a lot of these fashion houses are is the footwear and the sneakers. They're reopening more workshops and ateliers in Italy that are just doing sneakers. Right. These businesses that were on the edge of closing 10 years ago, five years ago, because of the trend. So right. that's pretty awesome. We have a sneaker dome now at the the store on West Hollywood. It's amazing. You walk in and you're just surrounded by insanely cool sneakers. It's, it's amazing. How gently used are these things? I mean, are the sneakers, they've been worn. Often yes. they have. Some often Some they haven't. haven't. Okay. Um, people have been buying sneakers knowing that there's an investment there. Right. Again, if you sell them fast. Right. Um, but uh, and I think a lot of people who buy expensive and collectible sneakers treat them well. Like again, we wear. I, I'm thinking we because I, I'm one of those. Right. <laughs> we wear them, but I know like I'm taking out my toothbrush and my magic eraser and and making sure that they look fresh because I don't want to walk around in dirty right. looking shoes. And so. Do you guys at The Real Real kind of refurbish stuff before you put it online or out there? Like if I have a bag, but the inside, I mean, it's, it's real, but the inside's a little bit cracked or I've, the pen leaked in it. So do you guys do that? So do the, we have really high it? condition standards um, mm-hmm. and we will recommend if something needs to be dry cleaned or taken to a cobbler or things like that before we sell it. Got we it. don't offer in-house services like that for items on consignment. Um, of course, like we're going to clean out the inside of the bag right. and sterilize <laughs> the, the jewelry and polish the jewelry. Taken out. Uh, we found some pretty interesting stuff in the handbags. <laughs> too, too many interesting things in the handbags. <laughs> Getting to that, we're speaking about luxury today and our followers do not disappoint. We have an Instagram question from at Stephanie Steinman. She says, what is something you have uncovered in an estate that just blew you away? 
Oh, so many things. Like <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not jaded like someone else. Um, so I, 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 I love that'd be going, Graham, not me. Graham. Yes, okay. yes. Um, I love going in, and I feel like every time I go in, it's amazing. Um, we did find. Um, I was going through some costume jewelry, looking at them. It was like Kenneth J. Lane, and I kind of some things, and literally found diamonds in the rough. Um, oh my God. So like opened up one of the containers, and the executive for the state was like, "Oh, we had been looking for those. We couldn't find them." And I was like, "Well, here they are." are um and it was just like her amazing like great jewelry they hadn't been able to find um we also were going through an estate and our one of our home and art experts who does a lot of the fine art she you know looked in the corner and she's like you know this are like great vintage gucci bags and the lawyer was like what you know because <laughs> they didn't say gucci on the outside and so she has a good eye and saw it and they each sold for over a thousand dollars she found two oh just God. like in the corner of the closet that they didn't think were worth anything so just finding gems like that um is so rewarding too for the family and and just for the, the experience in general i had a client who forgot she had a basket and she See? pulled it out of How's that? She said, oh you know what where is that painting and pulled it out of a drawer and she's like if you think you can sell it you can have it oh my god and needless to say i took it that day yeah i walked out of the house with white gloves yeah <laughs> yeah Wherever you get your podcast, Divorce Sucks is the disruptive voice changing the way people talk about breakups. We're not promoting divorce, but it's happening, and we're changing the way people look at their dissolutions. So what I didn't realize until this morning is that The Real Real is also a totally environmentally conscious organization. Tell us a little bit about that, guys. Yeah, so sustainability is really core to the business, and it's core to extending the life cycle through consignment. When you either consign goods or buy consigned goods, you're cutting the half-life of the environmental impact that the fashion industry has. The fashion industry in the manufacturing, dyeing, and growing the resources is the number two pollutant after big oil. To make one pair of jeans, it takes 2,900 gallons of water. What are they doing with the water? So it's to grow the cotton, it's to wash the cotton, it's to dye the cotton and rinse it, and then give it all the different stains and things like that. So you can imagine that water isn't very clean after right. the end of that anyways. Right. Oh my gosh. And tell us about the calculators that they have in store now. I yeah. love this. So oh, it's actually on your page, on your consignment page. So when you consign, we use data scientists, environmental scientists to help us actually calculate the, what you consign and what that is contributing to the environment. So you can see how many gallons of water you saved, how many trees you saved. And they, they basically pulled all the science of it and put it in there. So it's very easy to understand. And you can see the direct impact of your consignments. I love. I have a new tote bag idea. Are you ready? Save a tree, buy a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We have little pins that say "Be kind, consign." Okay, I like that yeah. too. That, mm -hmm. that works. Too. Yours is great as well. Um. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here today. I'll see you on the twenty fourth. Yes, awesome. you Thanks, too. Laura. Though no one, least of all me, will argue that divorce sucks, I don't want divorce to be regarded as a failure or a nightmare. It's an evolution of the way your family functions and how you personally represent yourself to the world post-breakup. If you're able to navigate your own dissolution and you like saving money, it's over easy may be the right fit for you and your soon-to-be ex. Find out more about uncontested divorces at itsovereasy.com. And if you're not a subscriber yet to the Divorce Sucks podcast, it's easy to join our conversation by tapping the subscribe button and telling all your friends. You can also ask me anything at It's Over Easy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or leave a comment on our Insights blog, and we'll discuss here on the Divorce Sucks podcast, hosted by me, luxury impersonator Laura Wasser. <laughs>